0: Hey guys, welcome to Hope It Helps. Today's guest is Ahmed Hafar. Ahmed is the managing partner and co-owner at Mindhub Studios, and founder of the On The Field Creative Academy. More commonly known by his multi-award-winning voiceover work and official title as the voice of Dubai, he has been responsible for developing the sonic branding and voice for some of the largest brands in the world. During this episode, we discuss his journey to becoming the voice of Dubai, we talk about his work as a sonic branding expert, his love for stand-up comedy, passion for music, and more. And the last message he wanted to share is stop thinking about one thing and start understanding how to diversify. Please join me in welcoming to the show, Mr. Ahmed
1: Haffar. Hi, man. Thanks for having me. I'm. This place feels very weird. It's like I'm in love with it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very, very love-oriented. Thank like, you very much. You
1: look very cute right now. I don't oh, know. Thanks. Maybe it's the house.
0: <laughs> uh, all credit goes to uh, the wife. She's the one oh, who probably helps. lovely
1: designer. Cheers to you. Lovely designer,
0: indeed. <laughs> uh, so, Ahmed, first of all, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I really thanks appreciate for having. it. Um, obviously, I think like a lot of people... Um, I found out about you through that very famous viral video, when, you know, the voice of Dubai and so on. Um, I know you've been asked about this probably 10 billion times in podcasts, so I'm going to try to take it from a different angle today. Um, So, Ahmed, before we get into everything, why don't you give us a brief background about yourself and we'll take it from there.
1: Cool. Well, other than uh, what people already know, and obviously the new viewers who are probably getting introduced to me for the first time... So, Ahmed is a guy I like. Mm. Uh, He's a guy who's worked very, very hard. And I speak myself in the third person because I actually understand the struggles that I've been through. And I get to sort of look back at that all the time. Mm -hmm. And it helps me grow in a completely unique way. I would say that I'm the kind of person who just puts his head down, works a lot, and innovates new ideas. I don't like doing what other people are doing. I don't like doing what uh, say the market's doing throughout the middle east and i've always considered myself to be a person who has a mind that caters more towards like the western world Mm -hmm. and i can think as a westerner uh and to prove that i didn't teach myself english not a single word never seen an english book in my life so that's uh, what okay doing.
0: so fr- you're the french side okay. yes okay. french
1: side my entire life okay. never opened an english book and but somehow i'm fluent in english since the age of like five six so uh based on that i have a sponge mind and mm-hmm. that's what my mom said since i was a kid i have the ability to sort of like pick up things from nothing <laughs> and make something out of them sure and in the past few years i've been trying to look outwards, so beyond myself, uh, which is the first time in my life where I don't just think about myself, talk about myself all the time, but also the people around me and everywhere in between. This has helped me build a team, build Mm. companies, grow and enter life as an entrepreneur other than just an artist yeah and uh, i have a company called my studios it's an audio post-production house it's a media city it's been in dubai for 22 years and i've been the happy co-owner for the past five years Mabruf, it's a, Mabruf, man. thank you so much it's been a major 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 success and we do everything audio from voiceover sound design and in between so that's how i know the big clients And uh, I have a school that teaches one-on-one custom-made, tailor-made programs for the creative media field titled On the Field Creative Academy. Okay. And we teach audio and voiceover in a 12 to 17-week program designed for each and every person one-on-one. And every program is made from zero. Nice, and nice. then we connect them to the network, uh, which is our network, and sure. we help them get work locally, regionally, and internationally.
0: Oh, that's beautiful, man. Literally,
1: okay. nothing like it.
0: So very interesting. Okay, so I'm just wanna, uh, we're gonna sidetrack a little bit from where I wanted to go, but this is really interesting. So use one-on-one coaching, a uh, one-on-one, um, it's a one-on-one program yeah. to help you develop your voice, not only as a voice over artist, or if you wanna be, let's say, a musician or so on. So. Yeah. Let me ask you, given now you've been doing this for quite a while, different, you know, brands, different tones, different, lots of different things. And I know your background is, you're a, a heart, you're a musician. I know you've been, you know, on The Voice and you've produced music for some very big Arabic names as well. Yes, I have. So did, I know you've been playing music your whole life. So how did that, how did that knowledge of music and tonality and stuff influence the work you do now as a voiceover artist? Because I feel that, you understand, you have an ear for the sound, how it should sound, the clarity of it, how to deliver that message maybe to different audiences. So could you tell us more about
1: how music has impacted the work that you do right now? Absolutely. So it's very, very complicated. It goes into so many layers. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I have literally no idea what I'm doing. All right. Uh, I found a way, like, for example, when I think of my school, I found a way to turn into actual programs that are creative, that are able to change people's lives. And we've successfully changed 65 people's lives in the past year and a half, like literally changed their lives. Uh, So the school is sort of like Uh, a focus on people's character and personality so whether they're learning the audio program or the voiceover and voice acting program what we actually do is that we change their entire mentality their mindset we teach them how the market functions how they should act in the market and we teach them what works in the market so we do very little theory and a lot of experience that's why it's an experience-based one-on-one media conversation-based school and then from there we also teach them the application which is obviously the exercises and yada, yada yada but what's unique about it is that it's Made from zero. So when it comes to me, it's a journey where whenever I was presented with a challenge, I would try to innovate my own way of doing it. And that's Mm -hmm. because of my lack of understanding of what voiceover is or what music composition is or anything. No one ever taught me anything. So I don't really have any background. I personally don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't watch many videos. I don't watch tutorials. And for a lot of musicians out there that are probably angry at me, I don't even know how to like play a chord. Mm. I don't know what a C chord is. I don't know anything. But when you look, like I've got, what, 12, 14 awards, mm-hmm. best musician in the whatever, Middle East, UAE, mm-hmm. stuff like that. A lot of those happen because of the fact that I'm very connected to the things that I do. So I think that answers your question. I literally have a connection with my work, whether it's through the clients that I you know, custom-made, tailor-made, Uh, tones for that fits their brand that fits Mm -hmm. their audience it's a conversation so to also elaborate on your question a lot of voiceovers or musicians receive a brief and in this brief, they have uh, a tone that they want the client wants to achieve or whatever, whatever. But nobody, like say from the voiceover perspective, nobody actually like, comes up with a completely different tone that doesn't sound like them. Because that's more like voice acting when you think family guy or whatever. So I've taken that uh, art, let's say, and I implemented it into the commercial world without sounding like I'm acting. I'm just actually performing
0: so voice acting and voice acting and doing voiceovers are two different things yes they're two completely separate okay, can things you tell us the difference because uh to uh, someone like me or someone who doesn't understand the field or know about the field i it would it's it would sound like the same thing to me
1: <laughs> yes absolutely yeah. uh the difference is uh i'll make it very easy there's a difference between something called sound effects and sound design which is also okay. something very similar sound uh, design is basically the room Say me and you got recorded, we were on Netflix on a TV show, Mm -hmm. you can hear that these people are being in a room or being recorded in a room, right? So that's the sound design. Even if their mics doesn't pick that up, that is added on later as a layer by the audio engineer. Okay. A sound effect is is when something immediate happens, such as a boof or a ch. that is a sound effect, because it affects what's going on, while the sound design fills up the room.
0: Ah, that's interesting. Exactly. So without
1: the sound design, you cannot have the sound effect. So without voiceover, you cannot have voice acting. Okay,
0: so voiceover is let's say the the foundation, and voice yes. acting is that next level. Approach. Yes,
1: one hundred percent. It's uh, more of a more in depth character based whatever. Because a lot of the voiceovers you hear uh, from radio ads, TV, online, and being in the business for quite a lot of years myself, yeah, uh, over half a decade, uh, recording, meeting, and and sitting with voiceovers, a lot of them sound the same. A lot of them are like, oh, I've heard this guy on the radio for the past ten years, and it's literally the same delivery, the same whatever. So I guess for me uh, as a business to convince my clients that, you know, maybe I should give it a, maybe I should give it a shot many, Mm -hmm. many years ago. Mm -hmm. I would come up with like a style and a tone and an uh, approach and so many things to show them how much better their brand could be represented using a voiceover. Yeah, And it started from there and boom. (laughs) It just
0: kind of exploded from that, right?
1: Literally. So, yeah.
0: I remember when I was doing my research, and it was funny how, uh, because I think a lot of people now know you for that, for a certain specific thing, even though you, you uh, have a production house, you've delved into comedy. I know. so many I know, it's insane. But to everyone, we, the majority of us know you because of the voice, because yeah. it's a very popular, famous voice.
1: Um, I get, look, when it comes to my voice, I am extremely proud of what I've achieved. I remember three, four years ago when I was sitting uh, with my sister or with my mom on the phone. And I would literally, when I first discovered how to change my tone and stuff like that from a high tone, low tone, mid tone, whatever it is. And I would tell my mom, like, I'd be speaking to her and be like, uh, oh, you know, I want you to meet a friend and whatever. And my mom would be like, okay. And this is how I introduced her to the idea. And I'd be like, uh, mama, this is Joe. Meet Joe, you know. And mm-hmm. Joe would be like, marhaban. Mm-hmm. You Hi, mom. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and mom would be like, is that a machine? Am I listening to a machine? <laughs> and that's when I discovered that kind of thing. <laughs> And when you, when you associate something that a person does for a brand or to assist the brand, yeah. a voice is the easiest thing to recognize, right? Because the music that I've created uh, for many, many, many brands, most people don't know I've done it. Mm-hmm. And But the like, say the media field itself or the industry itself, know very well what I've done. And that's what matters to me because that's the business side, sure. right? Sure, sure. So when I go to people and I surprise them with what I've done, they lose it. Or even for example, insurance market, When I created the music, the sonic branding is what we call, which me and you are going to talk about, the audio brand identity, uh, which is different than a jingle. Uh, For insurance market, I had no idea it was going to go that viral. And the owner, who's a good friend of mine, Avinash, knows that i made it in like 10 minutes Mm. and he knows that i'm just like hey man this is what i came up with and i'm 100 sure it's gonna work yeah but for it to work to this level i had no idea but to change like all of those elements and tonalities whatever people literally on my instagram are like oh stop acting like you did that and blah blah blah. i just immediately block them and delete (laughs) their message and like yo there's a whole article written about it you know like with the owner next to me But like, it it is hard to believe Mm. what people have done, especially when it comes to changing tonalities, whatever. Like a friend of mine, he does a lot of the Morgan Freeman, a lot of, he does over 52 character voices Mm -hmm. and I can't do any of that. So, Eli, his name is Eli. He's Mm. an amazing voiceover artist. We Mm. use him a lot. Uh, He's extremely, extremely known for his voice as well. Uh, But it's mostly like he does so many character voices and then he has his voice. Yeah. While for me, Mm. I use that one voice and then spread it out to so many different Mm. avenues. Yeah. From my voice without trying to be anybody else, without imitating anybody else. Yeah. And that's that's it. Cause I'm horrible at imitating. I'm like I'm horrible at imitating anyone. So I guess that's why you can see that voice acting and voiceover really are different. I can do voice acting, but it wouldn't be, uh, say, a known character. I can innovate a new voice for a character if it's on an animation show or whatever. Yeah. Like I would love to do what Justin's doing with Rick and Morty. He's a genius, and and that's the kind of stuff that I would find myself fitting with. You know what I mean? Cause I can I can change immediately. And uh, yeah, I guess that's a little bit of how my personal journey has been in innovating these sort of products for the same market.
0: What's very, what I've noticed about you very quickly is um, you're very, if I told you to explain your process to me, you would struggle because it seems to be very intuitive for you, how you take, you know, whether something that can take you 10 minutes and have such a big exposure and be successful. But besides that, the different types of things, sounds or voices or tonalities that you've created. If I told you, I'm like, Ahmed, sit me down and walk me through step by step, you would probably, it sounds like you would struggle to do that because it just, it feels instinctive to you. Like this feels right. You have the experience both musically and the work you've done. Boom. Like it, it doesn't, it's hard to teach something like that. It seems to come naturally to you.
1: Yes, to me. But that's why that's, I opened that's, that's why I opened the school. Yes. Because when you put a new person in front of me, yeah. I know how to completely understand them, design them, and then get the right teacher to teach mm. them, explain to the teacher what I've discovered about this person, their program that's created from zero, and yada yada yada. So let's just say I get excited about understanding others more than just understanding my own process. I don't doubt my own process. I don't even speak about it. It's just that I sit down, I do it, and mm-hmm. I listen to it, and I listen to it the next day and I'm like, This is amazing. And when you go to a client and, they, and you can see their smile and you can see their whoa sort of vibe, yeah. you're like, all right, I, did, I, did, I, I th- think I did all right, yeah, I think, think I did it. all right. Looks good, looks so, good. So uh, yeah, when it comes to like a lot of the voices that you've heard, uh, when some of them are more calming or whatever, whatever, it's genuinely just designed like that. Mm. And And there's been voiceovers in the market for over 20 years. Uh, that have done incredible things. It's just yeah. that I'm literally doing my very own thing, sure. and voiceover is only one of the ex- many things that I do in my life. Sure. So uh, yeah.
0: And okay, let's dive. Okay, so sticking on the voice for just a second, do you? Because I think given the work that you do, it's cool for you to be able to. You can look back at your earlier work maybe when you first started doing this compared to now do you ever reflect back and listen to maybe something you produced five years ago when you were still kind of figuring out like oh oh this something I actually might be might want to pursue or do further do you ever reflect back and go like oh how did like why was it like that or how did I do that and like it's so much better now and like what were the
1: mistakes do you know what I mean yes and no I mean I look back to some of my very early work uh, especially because I started with music voice came later Yeah, uh, with Sonic Branding that was my initial start and when i listen to sonic brandings i've done almost a decade now uh when i first started and i listen to it today and i'm like it's genuinely still as good as it is today it's just that back then let's just say i was much less structured than i am today because now i really know how to understand the brand Mm. like insanely well Mm. and uh that's why a lot of like triple a major brands across the middle east have chosen me one person to create their brand identity music rather than a studio or Uh, let's just say uh, an agency, a worldwide agency like in the UK or in the US, like the guys who composed the pa-da-pa-pa-pa, right? Very, (laughs) very, very famous Sonic branding from McDonald's. So for them to choose me for the region in the Middle East, for companies based in the Middle East, proves that I sort of found my way around things. And of course, a lot of like, if you put it into perspective, my voice is heard by what, 10, 50 million people. My music is heard by over 40, 50 million. Mm. It's absolutely insane. Mm. Even when I think about it, I'm like, I would be walking around and my music will pop up in different malls, like literally. Right now I'm starting to work on a project for a mall. Well, they have three malls in the UAE and a bunch around the Middle East. And just like the other malls, I'm going to start walking in there when I'm done with the project and be like, that's me again. Like, yeah. except. But then I look at everybody around me and I'm like, do you have no idea that I'm here? Like, <laughs> I literally made this. Like, I personally compose. I mean, yeah. whatever. So, and a lot of the other times with the voices, I like doing it uh, as pranks. Uh, mm. So, I would go to someone and be like, hey, don't I sound like the guy on InstaShop or whatever? Yeah. And they'd be like, what do you mean? I'd be because like, this is my normal voice. And I'd be like, I don't know, what was it? Um, I remember, Wait. Shops you love, delivered better. Download the Instashop app, <laughs> and then in the Arabic, it's very and it's so different. محلات um, <laughs> Uh, so what was it? Uh, like it's just the, the way that I craft these sort of things, and mm. I go to people and I surprise them with it. Yeah. Their reactions always priceless. Yeah, It's yeah. literally, literally out of this Bro, world. Even I me, love that.
0: Even me sitting right here now, like hearing these voices, and I'm like, I'm seeing it come out of like us, like your mouth, like the person's <laughs> mouth who made it. It's very surreal, to be very honest. Um, moving on to so I know one thing that you said and um, I'm gonna reference the podcast I watched a lot because there was a lot of good stuff in there um, thank you one thing about it was you said that you don't because something that I think a lot of us get trapped in is identity and yeah. what, what do I mean by that like my name is Khaled I am a blank and one and I feel like we pigeon uh, ourselves, uh, hold ourselves sometimes into this box. Like, I can only be this and that. And that's why I've heard you even in this conversation and on the last podcast is, yes, the voice is great. Yes, it's something you love to do. And yes, alhamdulillah, like, it's done fantastically well. But there's more to me than that. You know, there's all these different things. You know, you do production, you're a comedian, musician, I guess. Which do you find the most challenging? And if you had to describe, like, if I know you do many things, but I'm going to be like... Ahmed, you have to tell me. Yeah, I'm gonna like label you, put an identity on you. What are you gonna tell me? I, I, Ahmed, am a
1: musician. Musician. Okay. One hundred percent. Yeah. Always has been. Yeah. Always will be. So all stems from that. It all stems from that. It always yeah. did. Uh, mm. even like running a music, uh, business-oriented the business voiceover production house or the school. I mean, I'm a school dropout. I'm sure you've heard that before, and. I literally don't have a high school degree. I have nothing. And to run a school is beyond my own imagination. But to run a school that doesn't teach theory is like the biggest, you know, the hell with you guys mm-hmm. to the school that yeah. kicked me out of school. Sure. And they didn't kick me out because I'm like, you know, I did something wrong it's just because I failed multiple times. And they're like, you know, like the guy's not stupid. Clearly, he has a brain. So why can't he study? And I don't know. It's just I found my way to to really want to help people in my own way like when i go to clients or i go to different people whatever and and i see and feel what they've been going through Mm. i genuinely like making a difference in their lives and i'm not as active uh say on social media like other people i don't really need people's approval for my life uh for what i've done at the age of 28 29 has far exceeded my own expectations so it doesn't matter if they know me for this or they know me for that but what makes me happy is that when someone discovers me And they get inspired from that. It's Mm. the equivalent of me discovering some of my favorite musicians or favorite artists when I was young. And being like, oh, I'm going to binge watch all of this. (laughs) I'm going to binge watch all of this, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And I, I enjoy that because... The, the sense of exploration is better than just being in everyone's face imagine if you work with someone and every single day they're just showing up in your face without even wanting to be to, to be there mm. it's just a little bit annoying yeah. so when i know that a lot of the work that i'm gonna do will be heard by an insane amount of people of course i'm gonna do my best to also think of those people not just the client that's paying me the money but also like how do i make them happy how do mm. i make the people happy how do i Create a project that's actually going to leave an everlasting good vibe from them. How do I help a brand be seen differently? How do I fix a brand image? How do I grow a brand image? So whenever a client is doing a rebrand, they immediately call me like, hey dude, we need you to write a tagline. We need you to be our voice whatever or Mm. even the idea of the official voice Mm. so i got into a little trouble with with the local voiceovers because they're like what does Ahmad mean by saying he's the official voice of yeah and it's literally what it sounds like i am the official voice of Mm. so that means i go to certain brands and i convince them to sign me as their official voice and that's again another tactic i've done to guarantee business and grow my my portfolio my network my net worth all of those things yeah so what i do is that i go to a brand i'm like hey any male voiceover you're gonna use from now on is gonna be me legally okay. on contract for one two three four five years whatever it is sure and this is why I would make them great deals da, 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 da. this all guarantees business to my businesses and sure. ensures our growth by innovating new products mm. so for example uh, to get it once and done with especially for those who still don't know what this is I'm gonna pull up one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite contracts. That I've been extremely happy uh, to do, which is Instashop. And what happened with Instashop? In case you guys are watching, hi, I love you. I, I quite just
0: ordered from them right now. So amazing, right?
1: <laughs> I literally just walked there. I didn't do anything. I just, I just got up and I walked there and I told them like, hey guys. Um, this, is, this is my ideas, what I want to do, blah, 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 And they've never heard of it. And a lot of people haven't heard of the idea of an official voice. What they usually know is we need a voiceover, send us options, we'll go ahead. And if a client makes a voiceover, the official voice, then that person is not allowed to, uh, let's say they're not allowed to, um, to do voiceovers for other brands, right? Because they're okay. the official voice of so the, I flip okay. the table. Okay. So I can work with whoever I want, but they're not allowed to work with anyone else for the period of this period. And the added value is mainly due to the, to the insane amount of, uh, of talent, effort, customization, good price, and everything in between. So if you can see this one, you've got InstaShop DMCC, mm-hmm. Ahmad Hafar, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 goes all the way down. And as you can see, there's my signature and the owners of yeah. InstaShop signatures. Yeah. And that's how I got that concept through. Yeah. And so far, I'm the official voice of 12 brands and the okay. official composer of six five, two, three, Six brands, Six. Nice. which means these particular brands are legally not allowed to use any other voiceover or any other musician for the mm-hmm. period of that contract. Okay. And during that contract, I spent 24-7 to prove the value of that contract to them.
0: So uh, look, I think if you know the value you can deliver and if you know how much, you're gonna, how much effort you're going to put into this, so, then it's fair on both sides. Number one, you don't have to worry about this f- for X amount of time. And not only that, the guaranteed end result is going to be something you want and something that's going to work. It's insane. Right? It's insane. So, and I know you've, is, this, is, this is where, this is something cool. So, I know recently, or I don't know how long ago, it's been maybe a year ago, you decided to do stand-up comedy. So, I'm yes. like, okay. That's a, that's a new angle, which, I, for for the record, I'm a huge stand-up comedy fan. Huge, huge, huge. All the big boys, everyone, whoever you want, I probably listened. I probably loved them. Now, what was interesting to me is you are the official... You've always been the official voice. And most of your work has been, you know, it's audio, not visual. Yeah. So how was that first... Because I know you did a show. I, don't, I can't remember. I don't know when it was, but I know you did your first stand-up show. How was that experience did you feel like oh finally it's my voice and yes, it's comedy and yes, I, I can be yes, seen yes, and it's yes me.
1: yes 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 i've been a fan of comedy since forever mm. and i will always be a fan of comedy and i've been doing stand-up comedy for around eight nine years uh, oh it's been that long so i didn't, yeah. I didn't
0: know it's been that long okay yeah, yeah
1: it's just that i got so busy through everything it wasn't something to focus on so i guess i put all of the things i've been through and i just wrote them on a script and you can't imagine to do a stand-up special on TV. So that's going on forever. Uh, And, you know, at least 100, 200,000 people are going to watch it. That's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of, it feels heavy. So for me, it's like, I like improv as much as I like writing stuff. So okay. my show on Starsplay right now, Ahmed Hafar Rated R, is actually just like happening on the spot. Mm. Um, what I wrote, like for example, to remember, like imagine remembering literally an hour's worth of content.
0: That I never understand how and these the comedians delivery, do and this, and the,
1: man. So easy. So for me, it's just very easy. I don't find any effort while doing it. Um, when I do shows around town, um, when I do shows around town, I just feel very good about it. Like I'm not there just to make them laugh. I'm there to make myself laugh. Yeah, of course. And I'm happy that they find it funny too. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and that's where I get to explore my non-professional side, I guess, because when you're in a corporate lifestyle 24 seven, uh, it's nice to just go out there and be a human being. Mm. And, uh, I feel like I do across all the avenues I do from business, voiceover, music, to school, uh, stand-up comedy, hosting events. Um, I don't know which one I want to stick with forever, but stand-up comedy is definitely one of them. And I have been speaking to uh, a major streaming platform nice. uh, recently and uh, trying to see what's up. And I'm planning on releasing my second stand-up special oh, with no, the Stars Play this year as soon as they get back to me. <laughs> and uh they're like <laughs> that's hilarious we'll let you know it's just because they know i'm a little bit pricey now and they're like you want how much i'm like yo i'm, I'm growing so yeah. it's not cheap. it's not for free right so uh no it's all jokes i love them i love everyone uh i guess i just in my life i don't find myself to be A bad person. I don't find myself to be a racist. I don't find myself to be uh, a demanding or demeaning or uh, just a horrible human being in any way, shape, or form. So whatever I say on stage is where I get to play with my dark humor. Yeah, of course. I get to really enjoy saying things that are just completely unacceptable. And because of that, I get to just innovate on the spot and you know i'll prove it to you and to everybody who's gonna watch this let's make it a little bit more fun i want you to give me three topics okay Okay. i'm gonna show this to you we haven't rehearsed anything can you tell them like i'm not lying this
0: is this is really i'm just as surprised this is here
1: literally okay so give me three topics it could be literally anything at all Mm -hmm. and watch the magic unfold okay all right
0: Okay. painting uh kangaroos and you love cars? Cars.
1: Painting, kangaroos, and cars. Uh, just one alteration. What kind of car? Like, you want a sports car, sedan? A... Let's go for a sedan. It's funny. A sedan? Okay, so we're like the, the fancy sedans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got painting, kangaroo, and uh, what's the third one? A, Wait, sedans, sedan, right? Yes. Okay, check this out. All right, so what happens is I'm going to be carrying this mic right here. Okay, I'm going to make sure that we don't, uh, I don't disconnect it from there. Because yeah, yeah, okay. I got to take the whole position. And this is literally how it works. I okay. turn back, I breathe in, I breathe out, and mm-hmm. then I start. Okay. We'll see. So, last time, painting, kangaroos, sedan. It'll yes. be done in that order. Yes. Done? Done. All right. Everybody liked painting titties when we were young. <laughs> It's just such a like, honestly, if you have the ability to paint something, you're going to paint the things that people don't want you to paint. Tiny penises, titties, you know, butts. Butts are always like, you know, like nobody's got, well, Kim Kardashian, but anybody else does not have my mother i'm joking pretty close i don't know the act of painting is beautiful and then you've got like multiple different types of painting you've got like the kind of painting where you go and you're just like "Mm, beautiful i can see the stroke through that stroke his mother died she went oh it's insane 100 million euro you know it's insane these people pay a lot of fucking money for paint you know And, like, you've got some conceptual artists who take painting to another world. They literally put, like, fucking paint on, just, like, liquid paint. They fucking put their ass there, and they just fucking put it on a canvas. That's a fucking painting right there. They sell the shit out. It's for charity. It's for autism. (laughs) It's my vagina on a canvas. (laughs) And you can see Mother Earth in there just to uh, <laughs> describe the world and how it goes. It's fucked up. Like, they keep talking, like, you know, art is a universal language. I also say, art, uh, painting is a universal language, $112 million for this painting. Like, what the fuck, universal language? You motherfuckers haven't even been to Australia yet. What the fuck are you talking about? Half of you guys live in the fucking country and just staying there. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, it's beautiful. I just love it. Oh. Fuck. Haven't seen shit. Haven't felt shit. It's fucked up swear to God. And when I think of all these paintings and where you're going, how they're making them, and everything like that, because when I make music, I sort, I'm sort of painting myself, right? And, and I'm playing like a melody with one hand, jacking off with another, just to <laughs> keep the energy flowing. <laughs> Tell you get the I'm sure. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 but, but like, but seriously, you gotta get out of the world, you gotta see stuff. And a lot of painters are just like in a dark room imagining things, which is amazing. It's amazing that their imagination, LSD, their imagination Mm-mm. has the ability to get to that level, DMT. It's just amazing, magic mushrooms. It's incredible how they can reach that level, heavy drugs. It's just, I keep thinking of that all the time. All the time, it's beautiful. But like, have they ever genuinely been to enough countries to experience different cultures? And I just mentioned Australia, because that motherfucking country is really far. <laughs> like if you wanna go there, you gotta wanna go there. It's not like we're going to Australia, it's like an hour away. It's fucking 18 hours. You're going on the other side of the fucking planet. You're going to the planet's asshole. Literally. <laughs> you know, this is the Earth. Australia is here, it's the asshole. It's like, the fuck? It's like, when well, am I gonna go to fucking Australia? What's, what's there? I'm gonna go see the kangaroos. It's like, the fuck? Hell yeah! fucking amazing. They got their fucking babies in their fucking belly. They were in their belly and then they were outside of their belly. At the same time, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> fucking. A pregnant kangaroo is carrying babies in and out. That's fucking metal. Just give it a guitar. It's fucking insane. I love that. I love that. And they're really fast. I really like kangaroos because they're really fast. Have you ever seen a kangaroo and a painter just running next to each other? The painter's like, it's all pain. And the kangaroo's like, the fuck you talking about? I'm fucking, fuck you, want? Fuck you, want, huh? It's fucked up. It's completely insane. But like a lot of countries are very, very entitled in every way. Like, I love the idea of a kangaroo. I love the idea of animals who are just running freely. Just going with the wind. The way we see them. The way they flow. How amazing. Some rhinos are fucking each other right there. (laughs) But that's okay. And there's a lion taking a shit in his mother's mouth. Very acceptable in the kingdom of animals. It's beautiful. I love it. We're just sitting in fucking fancy sedans the whole fucking day. like. "Um, When's the next meeting? <laughs> mm. Mm. Honey, we need to get some work. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. We're so lazy. We're lazy motherfucker. Kangaroos are fucking t- f- fucking lions are just fucking and shitting. It's beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> it's fucked up. And they've got the fucking painters all the way on the side it's like life is so hard. <laughs> I don't know how to feel it. Fucking hell. <laughs> Anyway, that was my boom. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I can't look at you while I'm doing that because yeah. there's a whole...
0: Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. imaginary
1: people there. I know,
0: I know. But bro, that was, that was pretty fucking funny and
1: right off the cuff. Yeah, I didn't write anything. I didn't practice nothing. Just like
0: respect. You couldn't know because I didn't
1: even know what I was like when you gave me like... Yeah, oh, like some like- of it is good. Some of it is not that good. Whatever's good, I keep. Whatever's not good, I don't keep. That's how stand-up comedy works. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Yeah. It's like the delivery, if you look good enough, if mm. your tits are big enough, that's, mm. that's based on my yeah. dad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> out of the comedy Ahmed out of the comma, Back to professional. So when you, you know, a lot of people say, I wish I had enough talents to do or a talent to do something in life. I quite literally have too many talents. Like it's, 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 and it's not that good of a thing because Oh my god, he's still he's showing off. He has so many talents. No, like yes, for sure I'm showing off a little bit, but it's not in the in, in, in I'm not trying to show off. I'm not trying to tell him I'm better than anybody. What I'm trying to say is I'm frustrated by having so many talents and not enough output in it. Mm. I'm pretty sure some people watching this are definitely right now feeling the same thing mm. don't tell me you're not feeling the same thing look at you Khalid you've done quite a lot for yourself you've done a health podcast you've gotten health out of people and everywhere in between all you thought about is how to get the message through to the people for the people with the people for the brands with the brands and everywhere in between True. that is an art in itself so you see a lot of people are talented but they're not aware that they're talented because they're so dragged into the world that they want to be dragged into mm. they're so dragged into the like not only the reality but the fictional reality that they've made of themselves yeah. and then when they look at other people who have some form of success or some form of talent, whatever, it does take the kind of work that you think it actually you actually need it mm. like. For example, I keep talking about my beard. I literally don't have time to shave my beard. Every guy, every time I go to the mirror, I'm like, oh no, I can tell. Like it's just, it's just like, you know, if I wear a kandura, it's like yeah, sheik I'm like yechayiru. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it's, I get it. You know, like you this, have to work
0: hard. Let's angle the camera. But, uh, the, sorry, the mic. Angle the mic a little bit. To you gotta, you,
1: go. you gotta work hard. You gotta work smart. You gotta work in a way where you understand yourself through the process, right. rather than understanding <laughs> what others want from you or what others are asking of you yeah and the reality about human beings is that they talk way too much we do they, we, way we talk too much we do. They, they they search for motivation they search for people to tell them things they search for the reality that they want to be in they support the right people because they have you know in their opinion the right outcomes for them but in reality it goes down to self like i've met a lot of people in my life a lot of people all the way from snoop dogg french montana dj khaled uh uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrew Tate. Uh, like, so many people I've met in my life and every time I had a conversation with them, they are nothing like what you know them for. Mm. They're completely different people in real life. Yeah. And when people ask me, it's like, oh, you're you're different than when I watch your videos and I'm like, yeah, I'm aware I'm a human being. And I have decided to follow more of a business, commercial-oriented life rather than just be on social media and try to be like... because." My work is known is literally known by tens of millions of people. So I've got nothing to prove. Whether they know I did it or I didn't do it, it's fun. Of course, it's fun. I'm not saying it's not fun. But for me, it's when I went to the client and I pitched the idea. That's where that's that, that's that's the good stuff. That's your validation. That's right that. that's my that's validation right there. That's what yeah. feels really good. Yeah. And then I be on the radio or whatever, and you know, one of my ads come on, one of my jingles come on, one of my songs come on, one of my sonic branding comes on, and then I go to the mall and it's me, and then I go to wherever and it's me, and then I fly on a plane and it's me, and then whatever it is that I do it's me, and I'm like god damn you know how much more validation do you need before the age of 30 Ahmad you're good <laughs> you're okay you're right. and I speak to a lot of like from the voiceover uh, like there's a guy called Nasim who I love more than anything he's a good friend of mine and you also hear his voice on uh, Emirates and Nasim is such a proper voiceover like Mm. he knows how to speak in it it's just beautiful it's Mm. just gorgeous yeah and i've known him for quite a long time and he always gives me advice it's not like oh you know you've done a lot blah 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 and how do you do that he just goes and is like listen on top of everything you've accomplished this is what i suggest that you should keep in mind so when you are in such a beautiful community of people who actually understand what they've done for decades i don't go and i say i'm better than them i say i'm different and I am different because yeah. I bring my clients different results. I yeah. bring them holistic solutions from A to Z. I assist their marketing. I assist their branding. I assist so many things. So it's way beyond just me picking up a script and reading. Yeah. But when you do hear my voice on certain, like recently I did way too many. I'm now the voice of Centerpoint. I'm in mattress store, uh, car switch, uh, what else am I the voice of? Uh, car Switch, uh, Pet Corner, uh, Saudi, Saudi German Hospital, caring like family. <laughs> like the way it comes out, you know, it's like you believe that voice and that's the talent. Yeah. That's the actual talent. Yeah. That's the secret sauce. Yeah, that's that the, the secret sauce. Yeah, exactly. So what you guys are going to start hearing soon, a lot of the cool stuff, you've got the um pet corner your family pet store doesn't this voice sound exactly like a pet shop should sound like (laughs) giving you the best for all of your domestic beautiful gorgeous animals this one is for the pets pet corner your family pet store literally a few weeks from today you're gonna hear this on the radio billions of times Mm -hmm. and online everywhere in between and not just here all over the UE. Oh, wow. And of course. Okay. And some of my brands, like the music for Rixos Hotels, I don't know if people know this, but every time you're in a Rixos on planet Earth, whether in the lobby or you call them on the phone or uh, whatever, you went to the to the rooms, that's my music Yeah, worldwide. Mm. So I could go to Germany, go to Rixos Hotel in Germany and literally hear my own music. And that's insane. That's pretty cool. That's insane. Yeah, And it fits so well. So I guess when it comes to... Being all over the place, I'm really good at that because I'm always all over all over the place. But at the same time, I structure everything in a very unique manner to deliver those messages. Those messages yeah. Absolutely.
0: So yeah, and I think <clears throat> it's interesting that you say that because that's one area I feel that I struggle with a lot, which is uh, structure. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, structure is something that I, I'm the kind of person I don't. I'm sure that people other really than like me, I get motivated quickly, and I'm like, okay, I want to do this, and it comes from a pure enjoyment, curiosity, oh, I want to learn uh, editing, whatever. But once, if I do this, the second I do this, I write tomorrow, 10 a.m., whatever, whenever I have to do this to like practice and improve. Once it becomes like something I'm making myself have to do, then something that naturally came out on me wanting to do, it changes everything for me. And And it's something that I'm still struggling with and trying to get better at. I think because in order to build... In order to be successful long term, unfortunately, whether I like it or not, whether I want to be on social media or not, whether all this shit, I need to have discipline. Because instant this instantaneous stuff comes and goes. It's feeling. It's this in the moment. I felt this. Ah, oh, my motivation is. Structure this is everything. Structure is everything. Structure yeah. is everything. It really and not is. Not
1: only that, from the content that you produce on your podcast, you're an educational platform. I mean, the kind of people you bring it on. And even for me, like I get very spontaneous in a moment, but then I've got 10 billion things running in the background. And that's what puts my mindset on there. And you always find ways to get it out. Like for example, quite literally just yesterday, I was uh, grabbing a shower and I had one of my friends over at home. So I called them and I'm like, yo, yo, yo. I was in in the shower. I was naked under the water. And I came up with a radio jingle for one of my clients. Because when I do sonic branding, I give them the four seconds, a radio jingle, a corporate piece, an IVR piece, many adaptations, many alterations for all their touch points. So it's quite a humongous package. But there's always a radio jingle in there. And I love making a radio jingle from a sonic branding.
0: Interesting. So that's very interesting because <clears throat> that when on the last podcast, you mentioned the difference between a jingle and sonic branding. And now that we've discussed earlier about uh, voiceover and voice acting. So sonic branding like voiceover is the foundation. Yes. And the brand and everything else is built on top of that
1: ching 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 100 okay now
0: and, it makes a lot of sense and okay. the way
1: that you build that is completely different so i i called my friend i'm like yo 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 he's like what do you want i'm like get my phone from the charger put on the voice memos open the door just put a little bit in. and he's like i'm not gay i'm like no you're not gay <laughs> but like just do it i need to do it and then he actually recorded it and mm. now i'm gonna go make it and 100 is gonna get approved sure and when it comes it comes and i'll even just because some people are like, ah, he didn't do that. Well, guess what? I did. You can even hear the water. The is all <laughs> no way. The mattress- okay. So in just a few weeks, you're going to hear this on the radio. And if you stumble on this podcast, you're going to be like, he made it in a very hard place. <laughs>
0: Well, they do say some of the best ideas come in the shower, right?
1: Literally, right? And for me, that is a literal thing. A lot yeah. of the brands from Barakat, brands for less. Man, you're talking Dubai Police. Like, sorry guys, but that is where I came up with it. And a lot of the sonic branding I've done from governmental to mm. major institutions to whatever it is uh, to organizations sort of came up to me in the shower. Yeah. And it's just so I have this apartment. I got this apartment two and a half years ago, okay. and I've been living in it ever since. I've wanted to rent it at some point, but for now, I'm happy in it. And it's blessed. My house is genuinely blessed. Mm. And I always like like it's very important to take off, right? And I don't do that. And a lot of people, especially friends and family, people who are close to me, they always tell me, You have to take a day off. You have to take an hour off. You have mm. to take and I do. And that's when I found my ability to sort of Cars, man. The cars. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. To me to have the ability to have an open road. Yeah. a beautiful V8 engine behind you mm-hmm. and just cruise. literally cruise, just cruise and just forget everything. And mm. I listen to music obsessively. I'm, I'm obsessed with music. I listen to experimental electronic music, which is also a big part of my success because I've never listened to pop music. I've never listened to what people listen to. It's not like, oh my God, I'm so hipster. No, it's just <laughs> I've always found my calling in my own way. Sure. And I find that beautiful. I mean, mm. I sometimes find myself listening to very, very, very famous music, uh, like Starboy from The Weeknd. Yeah. And I love it. And I think it's amazing. But I know why it's not me. And I know what they did. And I know mm. how they got it to be very famous. As mm. a person who creates famous music, I know the formula sure. to creating sure, sure. stuff that can go viral, that can become famous. It's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, you just need to have what it takes naturally, in my opinion. Or you can learn parts of it. and then. F- but the best people are born with it sure. and that's just how it goes. So for me, taking the time off while structuring or restructuring is completely normal and people's obsession with money, people's obsession with social media is, I mean, I gotta say it's horrible. It's mm. its a disease, man, it's, it's a disease. I find it to be very weird on how people view things in today's world, especially Gen Z and beyond. It's, it's, it's like, guys, you gotta spend more times with yourselves as well. Spend six hours on Instagram, six hours on TikTok. That's fine. But like, where's you in the process? Where's you when you want a girl? Where's you when you want to find a nice guy? Where's you really? And if you can't laugh about something, don't go into it. Mm. If you can't laugh about a serious situation you're in, learn from it. Because, excuse my language, excuse mon français, but you fucked up Mm. big time. Mm. And it's okay to fuck up. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to... Uh, to to break yourself and rebuild yourself, and it's okay to cry. It's okay to go through all of those things. But you gotta understand that the foundations of life is the foundations of self. And without the foundations of self, there's nothing. Yeah. So that's how I guess I tried answering your question in my own little way. Sure. No, and I appreciate that. I like
0: uh, I like the different angles that you brought into it, which is I wouldn't have expected those dots to you know connect. Um, and sticking on social media for a little bit because. Um, I know that only I don't know how long ago, but it's recent that you got on social media, right? And now we two live, years, two years. Okay, that's, so that's it. That's very recent. Yeah. Um, and now we live in, you know, I think it's pretty clear that we all live in the attention economy, right? The way you whoever grabs attention, they're the ones who are going to win. And sometimes, even if the quality of your work isn't great, if you can garner, you can net- say
1: horrible in garbage.
0: <laughs> there you go. And if you figure out how to grab that attention on um, you will win, which is maybe fair, maybe it's unfair, but whatever the whatever it is whatever it is, that is where we are right now. Now, you said something which I found very interesting, which is all you need is five minutes with the right person. Okay. And <laughs> I thought that was quote. and I thought that was very interesting. And it's yours, right? This is your own. This is you know. my own quote, yeah. So you've been so busy that you haven't needed it. You haven't had the time for it. Okay. Um Clearly, business-wise or uh, financially, whatever. Alhamdulillah, you've
1: done very well. You're happy. You know, worked with lots of big clients. Great. I mean, so, I wouldn't say I've done very well. It's not, like, for me personally, for I, I, I wouldn't say, like, I've, I've done. I mean, I'm okay at best. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm, I'm all right. Everything's fine. It's just <laughs> it's a joke. Don't judge me. It's a joke. But I love when people are like, Ahmed has a rental. Well, uh, I have some news for you that I was going to drop on his podcast. I just bought another Ferrari you know why because i'm freaking crazy and i understand that you're gonna die do you understand what it means to die so live your goddamn life and it's a pretty good statement to have two ferraris before 30 while you're being self-made and still helping your mom and dad because you weren't born with money i some. like people. <laughs> <laughs> no it? but honestly yeah like I get it. for me you you have to have the time to find the right people yes you have to make that time
0: yeah so then there's my question. <clears throat> so two, number one, since everything was, I mean, everything you've done up till now and social media we've talked about is the attention-grabbing game. Two, and whether that's for a personal brand, whether that's for a podcast, whether it's for a business, it's there. So my question to you is if you got to this point without needing it and you don't care for it and it's not a big part of your life so what is the reason you decided you know what now or two years ago you're like you know what now is the right time for me to get in there
1: I worked my ass off and people need to know people need to know that there's an artist out there an entrepreneur out there Mm. who is not excuse my language whoring themselves out for attention but has Mm -hmm. done more than most people in their industry have done by their age without Mm -hmm. any education or any background Mm -hmm. this is a statement this is a very big statement life Legacy is important in life. This, I believe, right? Honor, mm, but legacy, yes. Legacy is extremely, extremely important. When I speak of honor, for example, I speak of not only my honor, but the honor of those I love and care for. Mm -hmm. And those who understand themselves on a layer that get to continue, but with people, you just tell them what they want to hear and they'll be extremely happy. What I do is that I'm not very, I'm going to do what you want me to do sort of guy. And that's why social media is not the perfect platform for me all the time because I only want to put out what I put out. Yeah. I only want to do what I want to do. I don't yeah. want any any corporation to control me. I don't want any, you know, I don't want to do sponsored posts. I don't want to do whatever. Like, I've done two or three influencer campaigns, if you want to call them. But realistically, I did, I did them strategically because I'm convincing the clients of much more expensive things exactly yeah. and 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 i'm good at it it's not like when i'm behind the camera when i'm behind it, i'm really good at what i do so i have no issue with it if i were to drop everything now and be an influencer i can gather 10 million followers in less than five years mm-hmm. like i can do this it's not hard mm. for me i've been called the kevin hart of the middle east i've been called whatever i've been called i'm not kevin hart i'm not any of those guys i am short though but i'm not kevin i'm <laughs> not any of those guys i'm I'm Ahmad and Ahmad is a nice name. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a cute guy with some nice green eyes and so many talents and he's done his own businesses. And honestly, if a guy like me doesn't deserve... Some attention or a follow on a social media platform? Then who the hell does? Mm-hmm. What are they bringing to your mm-hmm. lives? Are they just bringing mindless entertainment that you want to do? Great, go hang out with them. Sure, ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. I even partake in such content sometimes because I find it funny and simple and cute. Like Adam W, I've been addicted to this guy recently. He's great. He's so fun. He's, <laughs> he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know him. I hope to meet him soon. I saw Chris Fade yesterday in the mall, and I know that he knows him. I completely forgot to ask him but i wanted to be like hey can you connect me with adam because i just want to meet the guy and be like hey you're funny as hell i don't want a photo i want anything i want to tell him you're funny as hell i want to give him a hug i want to congratulate him on all of his success and i think 10 million followers on tiktok and like man you are absolutely incredible and then just leave the room those people deserve recognition beyond the usual oh my god you know no like professionally speaking it's important to use social media as a tool but not Back social media to make you something. You make yourself something. If I wanted to produce content that's, that can go insanely viral, I can just go to anywhere where my voice is playing, take a video of me pranking some random strangers, put a, make a series out of that, and the third video will hit a million views. Yeah. Easy. It's not But I don't have the time to do that. What's that million views going to make me? Is it going to make me 10,000 dirhams a day? No, it's not. But that's the money I make on my normal life. Mm-hmm. And that's what i need yeah. i would like to do some money and help some people like recently i've donated to a charity recently i taught uh, uh, six autistic uh, five autistic kids and i created their very own sonic branding you should oh, check cool. it out it's on khalish times right voice of dubai ahmad Hafar, uh, sonic branding autism just write that on google you'll find the article enjoy it or even check it out on my instagram i'm pushing it a lot now um and it's a very heartwarming story and i didn't do that for the exposer i did that because these kids don't have what we have Mm -hmm. and i wanted to give them something because they love sports they love energy these kids were handpicked so i'm like you know what okay i'm gonna give you your own brand in sound forever and i'm gonna give you that i'm gonna give you the ability to understand love care and grow with Mm -hmm. and inside of yourselves and that's precisely what we did so, when those case, kids left, I didn't think, oh, is this going to go viral? Is this not going to go viral? Don't really care. Yeah. At the end of the day, viral is the equivalent of, uh, of the word, actually, actually, the exact same words we, we used for Corona. And that's not exactly good that it went viral. So, not yeah. just because it, <laughs> it went viral, it's a good way, thing.
0: Interesting way to look at it. Interesting. So,
1: for me, I went viral a few times, including one of the videos you talked about yeah. when, when I, I I done a bunch of stuff million views here, two million views there, whatever it is. I'm more than happy with those, but at the same time, it's not like that kind of necessity for me where it needs to constantly happen. It's going to happen. What's going to happen? Yeah. And to drop the bomb, I was planning on dropping on you before you continue with your questions because why not? Might as well. A video is coming out next week, end of next week or early of the week after. Okay. That's going to go insanely viral. It's probably going to be the most talked about video in the country for two or three weeks. And it's about me. All I can tell you is the voice of dubai what the media titled me and i loved i loved it because as the voice of dubai i found it to be like obviously there's a lot of voices in dubai right but as an artist name i found it to be extremely fitting to me because from the music to uh the motivational speeches to the university speeches that i do to the voiceover work that i've done to uh the sonic branding that i've done all of these things are all going viral all the time Mm -hmm. realistically speaking and they're all over dubai and beyond so yeah. i'm like you know what i like that i think that's pretty cool but so far i've used it with the approval of like certain people in the government because you're not allowed to use it like when you see a like a title on Gulf news or mm-hmm. forbes yeah. or whatever yeah. that says voice of dubai 1234 i'm not allowed to use that but i am have been allowed to use that for a while now okay and i'm extremely honored to say that it has been officially confirmed
0: that's my man that's amazing
1: so what am i talking about you're gonna see it on your social media anyway i don't need to tell you anything because i'm not gonna be the one posting it an account with multi-million uh followers is going to be posting it and that account is an official account of the country you guys live in
0: oh wow that's pretty am- that's pretty amazing man wow so we when we said the next few weeks, right? So we got a two stay weeks. Tuned to that. Say okay. a week and a half,
1: two weeks. Okay. So sure. I'm not really allowed to talk about it right now. Sure. So that's really all I can say.
0: You know what? Even better, you've told us what it is. We now know there's something coming. Let us be on the lookout. Let us be surprised. It'll be more enjoyable that way. Um, Ahmed, I just have a few more questions for you, man. This of has been such a this has been one of the mo- I've done over almost I've done almost a hundred of these, and this I must say has been one of the most unexpected <laughs> un, oh, i got uh i got a stand-up comedy routine in the <laughs> middle of a recording which doesn't normally happen i don't know about you i don't know what uh, about your life and how things work with you but this is very new for me
1: i'm so happy to hear it's man it's
0: been really really fun really different very enjoyable um
1: it's an honor to be on it's an honor to be on with mr khalid
0: <laughs> and so this is a bit of a personal question go ahead Obviously, um, I'm familiar with what hap- um your story and the that tragic accident you know all those years ago and I know it's uh, something probably not very nice to revisit or talk about um, i I've heard you talk about it briefly in other podcasts, and I know it must uh, i can imma- i can't imagine what that experience was like and how you reinvented yourself and like how you recovered and, and look what you've done now
1: but my that's co- why I drive fast cars I drive fast cars because in spite of that fear. In spite of that fear. Mm-hmm. And knowing that I wasn't the one driving that mm-hmm. day, yeah. and that was just an innocent victim in the back seat, it pushed me to understand that when you're faced with the dilemma like the one I was faced with, and when you actually genuinely go through what I've been through, from the trauma, physical pain, uh, you, you can't imagine how it is for a doctor to sit next to you and tell you you're not one in a million, you're one in a billion with a B. In yeah. terms of survival, survival rate. yeah, I mean, me and my friends fell from a literal bridge down a valley. Wow. Can people even conceptualize the heights that I'm talking about? <laughs> and because of some lucky reason, alhamdulillah, of course. But of course. it's just the level of luck that I got and luck that I still continue through is out of love. So when you tell me, whatever you're going to ask me, you can ask me. But I'll tell you right now. I fucking love my friends. I fucking miss my friends. And those weren't just some guys. Those are my brothers. Especially your boys. especially Ahmed. Especially mm. the driver. He's the one who got me into music. He's the one who got me into so many things since the age of eight. Mm. Ahmad was a person I slept at his house literally as much as I slept at mine. <laughs> literally. I had a key to his house for God's sake. I didn't need an invitation to go to his house. His mom treated me like she was my mom. My mom treated him like she was his mom. Literally. And to lose Ahmed to this day still hurts, but it is definitely one of the reasons why I just don't care what mm. happens anymore. Mm. I mean, I almost came to death. That was the only time I came that close to death. That was definitely the closest. I mean, I almost made out with death, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, genuinely, just to put it into perspective of how close I was to dying... Some people say you had a brush with death, right? Mm -hmm. Some people say you came so close to dying. Me and death fucked. You understand? (laughs) Me and death fucked. And the baby that came out of that exercise was me. This guy.
0: That is... That's a very jarring, very interesting You can censor everything. the word fuck no, if no, you want. It's, fine. it's not about the swearing. It's about the, the, the analogy is very like striking. Um, and I, I love that. But one, what you said was, because you were asked about what did that experience do for you? You said that I learned that there's a reason why I'm alive. Yes. So my question to you is, have you found that reason? And if so, what is it?
1: Finally, someone asked a good question. A proper good question. That's a hell of a question. It's not the cars, it's not the success, it's not the money, it's not the businesses. It's the fact that I always wanted attention since I was a kid. I always wanted people to know that I was in the room. I yearned for that from a very young age. But as I grew up, I realized I didn't need it. And that made a very, very unique switch in my head. When I realized I didn't need people's attention, mm. I wanted my own attention. I was yearning for my own attention the whole time. I was begging myself to listen to myself. I was begging myself to love myself. And I was using other people to, 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 to fill the void. So for me, I'm not going to die as the guy. You know how many people have Ferraris? It's disgusting. You think they're talented or anything? Most of them aren't. And I'll tell you that. Some of them might even watch this because we're in the same club. Not the Ferrari owners in Dubai. I love you guys. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you why. Why do I drive Ferraris? Is it because it's one of the most famous brands on the planet, if not the most famous brand? No. I don't like Lamborghinis. I don't like McLarens. I don't like almost any supercar on the planet other than Ferraris and specific models with Ferrari. Why? Because Ferrari genuinely is passion and it's the number one brand where I can actually associate myself with as passion. And for me, I have discovered my actual reason on this planet. It's to entertain people. It's not to demand their attention. It's not to beg for their attention. It's not to collaborate with other influencers to grow my network on, on Instagram or the 10,000 messages I get in my uh, message request on my Instagram telling me, do you want to grow your network? Uh, do you want to get verified? <laughs> do you want to whatever? I just got the confirmation from Meta. I'm finally getting verified. But like, I, did, I don't care as much as people may think I care. I go viral strategically. I go viral when I want to go viral, when I have something of value to say. That's when I want to go viral. But to have every single video have over 2 million or 3 million views like Adam W. does, he is doing sketch comedy. He needs to go that viral. I don't. What I do is that I earn people's respect. I earn people's word to collaborate, to grow, and to genuinely be one together. And that's that's my goal. It's to entertain people Mm. through all of the outputs that I have. Whether it's music, voiceover, comedy, hosting events. I've hosted events where I've taken a completely dead crowd to the most engaging, happy, smiling all over the place. And people book me for events because no one has the added value I have where I can go say a bunch of voices and they're like, there's no way in hell. They go on Google and there's like 30, 40 articles written about me about the exact same thing they searched. Mm -hmm. They're like, God damn, he's the guy. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. But I've been a voiceover for only six, seven years. I've been a musician for only nine, ten years. Well, if you combine all of it around 15. All of these things that I've done, I've done to entertain, I just didn't know it back then. Today, as busy as I am, as little time as I have, I love my life. I love my jobs. I love my team. I love my companies. I love my growth. I love other people. I love collaborating with other people. I don't look at someone based on the Instagram followers they have or whatever. I've got friends who have literally 20 plus million. And Nancy Ajram has, I don't know, 30, 40. I don't even know. I don't go speak to Nancy. Oh my God, Nancy, remember me? I made a few songs for you back then. No. She knows me, respects me, cares for me. All of them do. These are my friends. I don't care who they are. I don't care how high they've reached. What I care about is how much good can I do in this world? And I deserve what I get back. When I go viral, I deserve it. When I do a collaboration, I deserve it. When I make a shit ton of money, I deserve it. I have traded my time and effort of this. And it all started when my car accident happened.
0: Wow. That was, that was something pretty special. Number one, because you know what's funny? Ever since I've watched that podcast uh, and you said that, I've been thinking about that for myself like that question, you know, what is my reason? And to be very honest, I still don't have that answer. Um, but it's very humbling to see someone who is found found their reason and their reason is born out of necessity. Their, their passion, necessity, and who they
1: are. Necessity. Passion is necessity. It's a necessity.
0: When you say passion is necessity, tell me what do you mean by that?
1: What's this? What is this? Water. Ball bottle of water. Can you live without it? No. That's passion. What is this? Phone. Can you live without it?
0: Probably not. That's passion.
1: What do you do with them? You can empty this in the sink completely or just have a little bit of it. Your body tells you, hey, you didn't have enough of me. You can have too much of this and become a fucking idiot. And then what happens? You fucked yourself yeah. completely. Mm. The reality is you can buy, what is this? 10,000? 10, 10,000 that I'm watching, like the one I have here. Or you can buy a $100,000 Rolex. It doesn't matter. With this, I use it to literally tell the time. It's not a fancy watch. It's a nice watch. It has some value. It's an asset. I can sell it later. It's great. But I use it to tell the time. Mm. I use this to gain information. And I use this to empower, empower my body to continue forward. Mm. But none of these have a reason towards them. The reason is in my heart. The purpose is in my heart. These are fueling them. These are assets of fuel. Mm. Every single one of them. Yeah. This takes me out of depression when I'm crying like a little baby. Not because oh my God I have Ferrari. No, this is passion. When you get behind the wheel and drive 250 kilometers on the Dubai Autodrome and Motor City, and you're like you look at the dash and like I'm going 250 miles uh, kilometers an hour, I might as well fly. You feel that that weightlessness in your oh. heart, mm-hmm. and you're like you know what, I'm a dater. I'm a darer because you did 100 laps on the autodrome going very slow to learn it, to understand the corners, to understand your car, to understand your brakes, to get better. And then eventually, you put your foot down. Mm. If you put your foot down in a 600-horsepower vehicle too quickly, you're going to crash real, real fast. Yeah, And Jeremy Clarkson said that. It's not the speed that's the issue. It's becoming stationary very, very quickly, which I found extremely fun. (laughs) I love Jeremy. I wish
0: Jeremy, I want to meet you. Bring back Top Gear, man. I
1: love him. So I don't care what he did. The whole punch. I don't care. I love him. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm an asshole too. I've had multiple people leave my company because they don't like working with me. Sometimes energies don't work together and it's okay. That's not. So the struggles that you go through and a lot of people who love me understand this and the current team I have, I'm so blessed with. But the reality is, I don't understand why people are more fueled by hatred than they are fueled by love. It's easier it's so much easier, right of course it's so easier to see a guy who made a small mistake while he's driving for you to think that you're that you that you're that you what's the word that you're qualified enough or that you've justified it enough to look at him and be like, "Fuck your mom, you piece of shit <laughs> you just made a mistake <laughs> and a tiny one I'm not talking a guy who hit you, no fuck that guy yeah, but yeah. I'm talking a small little mistake. There's no patience out there. And people are both simultaneously and instantaneously aware of the the limit of time that they have on this planet and the fact that they're going to die. But instead of using that correctly, they're using it out of fear. Yeah. I don't want to miss out. FOMO, right? One of the biggest movements in the history of media, industry, and everything was FOMO. FOMO fueled all of these things in an insane insane way, like the way that people see themselves today as a reflection of who they want to be like i saw a video on tiktok today and it said uh oh did you know that you can buy a ferrari 360 modena for uh, as cheap as sixty thousand dollars so you don't have to be rich you just gotta look rich like you think sixty thousand dollars is for poor people you fucking idiot mm-hmm. you know what poor people go through what they actually go through, mm. it's unbelievable. And then you look at Lebanon, my own country, and you see what people are going through there. There's a, a Facebook group called uh, Liban Troc, uh, uh, L-I-B-A-N-T-R-O-C. And in that group, uh, you see a lot of people pleading for help and showing proof that they need help. You're from Palestine, for God's sake. You guys are, like, the thing is, Everybody is in so much shit that they're just trying to endorphin themselves in the positives, but fake positives. Yeah. Not the reality of those positives. Yeah. They don't do enough research. They don't solve their own problems faster enough. For me, I focus so much on myself that, yes, I got into my own head. Yes, of course, I have a bit of an ego issue. Everybody has. But I've met people who have done infinitely less than me that have egos all the way to God. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not comparing myself with those guys or those who are more humble than me. No, I'm a very humble person because I understand deep down that I do nothing or want to do nothing but good. Yeah. And whoever wants to judge the living shit out of that, go ahead, man. Ain't got no problem with me. But pretty soon when you hear my voice on a GPS application you use in Dubai, the fuck are you going to say then when I'm all over the Middle East on an app that does literal GPS? They chose me. Yeah, for whoever's watching this who hates me, who pitched on the same project, guess what? Fuck you. They went with me. A guy half of your age. Honestly. Or even like, what else am I doing that's humongous? Uh, No, I can't talk about that project. But all I can say is I'm potentially collaborating with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. I'm not doing this for it to go viral. I'm dead serious. Whether or not it happens,
0: inshallah, yeah, leave it in, leave but with him. But the
1: fact That people that big Are calling me
0: Must be doing something right right?
1: And what are others doing uh, Did you know that Ahmed the show off? <laughs> How broke are you Stop comparing Stop caring You wanna win You wanna fight me You wanna win what I have You wanna be as good as me At what I do Go fucking do it No matter what industry you're in Go fucking do it Stop listening to shit. Just go fucking do it. You want to talk shit about people to try to convince other people to work with you? How fucking pathetic are you? That's what I think.
0: And I think, look, um, it's funny. Me uh, had a recording yesterday uh, with. Uh, she was an amazing guest uh, for um, my the AUD podcast that I run, um, and we were talking about the authenticity of. Um, Storytelling in news, and we were talking about how she mentioned. I'm like, "What is something? What is the biggest thing you learned?" And she said that. Shout out to Dana if she's listening to this. Um, people are always gonna judge you, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try to make them like you, or whatever. And she's like, "You know, it's okay if people don't like you, and it's okay if they hate you, and it's okay if they love you, and it's equal on both sides." And one thing I've learned in my life is. Honestly, I used to think like, oh, I need like a, th- you need like the more friends, the better. And I'm like, actually, that's fucking bullshit. No, I have my group. If I didn't make a new friend for the rest of my life and I was just with these guys, I'm the happiest person in the world. And that's all you need, man. That's let, really all you l- need sometimes.
1: Let me drop another quote that fits with everything you just said and what Dana said. Hi, Dana. Uh If you ever need like voiceovers, MindLoop Studios, (laughs) if you need, uh, we have over two hundred voiceovers. We've got a lot, we've got a lot. We've got composers, sound designers, uh, and you've got me. Hi, Um, pretty cute, come on. So um, I'm gonna drop another quote here. It's none of your fucking business what people think of you. It is none of your business what people think of you. I like that. The only thing you're responsible for is how you see yourself it's none of your business if people are judging you they hate you whatever it is mm. if they try to attack you attack back did they try to fuck with you destroy them by all means so happens in a war when someone says i'm gonna go to war with you kill him i've been to two wars in my life where people tried to harm me i literally fuck them up mm. i mean it. and for me it's like I don't care what a lot of people think of me, whether they like me or not. What I know is, at the end of the day, I put on a smile. I enjoy myself. And, and you know, what? whoever I meet, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? What's Tell up? me. Yeah, let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation about yeah. it. What, what is it that's bothering you so fucking much? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. we're here for a good time, man. We're not here for a long time. People keep forgetting that. People keep forgetting. True. Whoever said that the first time, probably on cocaine, but whoever <laughs> whoever said that the first time is a great human being. And I mean that. I words genuinely wisdom, mean that. For sure. Genuinely, words of wisdom. So yeah. yes, for me, it's it's none of your business what people think of you. It's what you think of yourself. That's the one and only thing. And as long as you can take care of the ones around you, and for those that have actually stuck around to listen to this podcast this, thus far, thank you. Because you allowed me to enter your heart today. You allowed me to enter your mind. I'm grateful. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. Nobody's better than anybody. But some people in business, I need to remember this, in business you can be better than other people. I'm better than most people in my field. And that's okay too. Hans Zimmer is better than most people in his field. So what? That's okay to acknowledge. But you're not better as a human being mm. than anyone else. Yeah. For me, eventually, I envision myself to be uh, maybe a show host uh, like Late Night with Jimmy or stuff like that. Because I would kill with stuff like that. I'm way too good at it. Uh, comedy will continue going. I've got more brands than you can begin to imagine. All of them. You're going to start seeing one announcement, one article after another, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, golf news, Khalish times, uh, uh, national love in Dubai. Boom, 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 boom. boom. You're going to seem like that, man. I've got them right here on the phone and I'm finalizing more than 10 brands right now. Can you even begin to imagine all official Sonic branding, Mm -hmm. all official voice, all it's insane. And for me to go through that exercise with any form of hatred in my heart or worry or stress, fuck the whole thing.
0: Yeah. It's not worth your. It's
1: not worth your at time. all. It's not worth your time. And that's what people need to remember. So I'm very grateful that they stuck around. Uh, very grateful. Uh, and if 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 you guys don't mind, give this dude a follow. He's like, he's <laughs> pretty cute. <coughs> it's would, pretty, be, yeah. would be would be much appreciated.
0: Cute. Yes, I am. Anyway, uh, Ahmed. Uh, See, I
1: like bringing out uh, the natural in people. Um, I like bringing out that love out of people saw that that beautiful smile of his right now (laughs) if you had a smile on your face when you saw his or my smile you're a damn good person in my eyes
0: and i would second that ahmed um this has been pretty special something that definitely my most unique recording that i've ever done without a doubt um i really appreciate your time man. thank you so much i have a closing tradition on this podcast Uh, these are questions i ask every guest i'm sure we've we've touched on the last two questions, I think we've touched on them already in many different forms. I'm just going to ask you them. And, you know, so we have like those nice little snippets of what you if you could summarize it. So, first of all, either looking back at your life, either personally or professionally, if I tell you, Ahmed, if I ask you the question, what are you most proud of? What would you say?
1: The fact that my mother has nothing to worry about for the rest of her life.
0: That doesn't get better than that. And that's not <laughs> bullshit. I'm yeah. not saying
1: that for the views.
0: No, I... A statement like that can't come f- for can't come from that kind of place to take care of your parents, dude. To this back is
1: that. this is when I open my WhatsApp and I show you how my WhatsApp looks like with my mom, and I think um, and I think everybody would would really enjoy looking at something like this, just from the from the emojis <laughs> to wait. There's. Just from the kisses and hearts. This is on a daily basis. And this didn't start when I started helping her out. This started since day one. Just... (laughs) moms and moms bro it's insane or, 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 or when you know I had uh, so many things just yeah. put together like yesterday I sent her this watch popular voice of Dubai uh, artist Ahmad Hafar teams up with autistic children helps them create their own music identity and I explained to her like you know this is what it is because uh, her English is not perfect and she sent me an 11 second uh, voice note where she's almost in tears mm. and uh, and then obviously family is very important and then my brother who's name is hussam who lives here in dubai uh who's always helped me my brother said a uh, beautiful work and great initiative proud of your human part like this guy my brother's 43 i'm mm. the youngest one in the family so he's the eldest in the family and this kind of stuff i look at it and i almost quite literally shed a tear and yeah. with my collaboration so thus far with the ue government and beyond it's it's been an honor. Dubai has made me who I am, and that's why I call Dubai my home. My Dubai, my home. If anyone <laughs> remembers that campaign, uh, but it really is, man. The UAE is unlike anything I've experienced. I don't understand a lot of it, and I don't need to understand a lot of it. But I do understand how to empower it, and I think that's what matters the most for somebody like me.
0: And I think uh, I totally agree. And it sounds like I love that. I love that you said that. That my mom doesn't have to work anymore. That's a beautiful thing. I don't think. I haven't heard that rec- before when I've asked that question. There's obviously children is something that people i have heard many, many times. But that is a very, that's a new one. Um, very heartfelt, very heartwarming. Um, so I really appreciate that, man. And for my last question, Mr. Ahmed Hafar, the voice of Dubai. <laughs> um, what is the message that you'd like everyone to take home with them today?
1: Stop trying so hard. It's not worth it. Stop thinking too much about one thing. Start diversifying. Start understanding how to diversify. Stop thinking the snappier, the shorter, the quicker it is because everyone's attention span is horrible these days. Sure, if you want to hit the mass media, then yeah, you can do that. But there's more than enough millions of people out there who are more than happy to ingest your content in your own way from your own perspective and in your own identity because believe me a lot of the people whether rich poor lo- large following low following whatever it is most people that you think are very happy are not happy at all uh, yesterday i called a friend of mine his name is um his name is uh, uh what's it? how do you pronounce his last name i keep forgetting how it, how to pronounce his last name um Dobrik, yeah So David Dobrik uh, Who's a known uh, videographer worldwide I met him Uh, His girlfriend got him a Ferrari F8 And he posted a video about it Went viral of course Oh, I saw
0: that Yeah I saw that as funny I saw that on TikTok yesterday He popped up before I'm not familiar with him myself But I've seen him around Yeah, that video's
1: shooting up And and, um, I gave him a call And uh, I wanted to verify the story That's what I wanted to do I'm like Is this one of your Or is this True story true story mm. and his reaction in that video made me almost cry because it's a legit <coughs> excuse me it's a legit reaction yeah, yeah it's real the way he fell on the floor and all of that and that is literally what happened to me when i picked this up mm-hmm. which is almost the same card that he has sure and i'm like god Damn, that boy be (laughs) growing. And everything I felt in my heart was positive for him, towards him, and everywhere in between. If I go and I make a video with David right now, get 10 million views on the video, 10% of those follow me. I've got a million plus followers. He knows me well enough. Most people know me well enough that I don't care as much as people think I care. What I care about, what I hope for, is for you, them, and everyone to enjoy my content around the UEE around the Middle East and beyond. And yes, you're going to see this really cool video next week that's going to solidify a lot of the things you may or may not have heard in the UAE about me. It's like, how is he using the title Voice of Dubai? Just wait for it. And understand that hard work, not caring about what people think, legitimately takes you beyond your imagination. And the last, last statement is, the most richest people, financially speaking. You have no idea who they are, you've never met them, and you'll never know their names. And I say that out of experience, because I've met some of them. And I am broke as hell. And I mean, I am literally broke compared to these people. So why would I compare myself to them? I don't go to bed with them. But what I do is, I help solve their problems. And that makes me money.
0: I think that is the perfect, perfect way to end an incredible episode, Ahmed Man. Thank you so much for your time. As I said earlier, this has been pretty special, pretty unique. Um, I've really, really enjoyed this. It's been so fun getting to know you and it's been very light and enjoyable uh, and it's nice to have that chemistry with the guests because you don't always have it sometimes so i really appreciate your time man and everything you've done Thank and you, Khalid. guys stay tuned lots of big stuff coming and of course if people want to work with you get in touch with you Just where can we
1: find you contact my instagram or linkedin uh you know a lovely lady who's my assistant will get back to you and uh Check out my pages, man. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's pretty inspiring content. And whenever I feel like it, I post really cool stories. So follow the channel if you feel like it. And uh, mucho gracias. At the end of the day, I'm very grateful for each and every person that's helped me thus far. And you should be for everyone that helps you as well. This is how life should be. And yes, I'm a person who's made work that's heard by over 20, 30 million people. And yes, I can still be a normal human being.
0: Guys, you heard it here. If you want to get in touch with Ahmed, you know how to find him. And as always, please like, share, follow, subscribe to the podcast at Hope That Helps on Instagram. And as always, guys, hope it helps. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace.